good now. Here All right. Go. Welcome home. This is the Residency Podcast. I am Jeff Damasico, Drew Belcher, and Lil Raven, bringing you the biggest guests and stories in entertainment, business, pop culture, and sports from our studio on the Las Vegas Strip inside the Mandalay Bay. Make sure to subscribe on Apple, Spotify, and YouTube. You know the drill. Big show today. Big show. Warm show today now, though. Thank God. <laughs> How to grab a hoodie. Uh, exactly. Confidence is through the roof on this one. Uh, DJ, model, entrepreneur. Hyphenated. World traveler, social media star. Also seems to be like the nicest person in the world. Charlie Jordan, <laughs> welcome to the show. Oh, that last one was so nice. Thank you, guys. Really good. To be really here. good. So we got her fresh in Las Vegas right now. Yes. Touching back down into your roots. <laughs> I don't know if everyone knows here, yeah. but Charlie Jordan, she is a essentially a Vegas local, born uh, here. Essentially, I am a full-blown Vegas local. We got the girlies that I grew up Come on, you get in school. here. Take come a seat. Come on. Come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come we on. got a whole crowd in Those here, guys. Here, we're good. Yes. I promise you're not tripping. They do look exactly the same. No. <laughs> Wait, they're, you guys are identical? Yes. Oh, I love that. Okay. Oh, wow. Cool. Sure. Well, welcome, twins. They also went to Coronado. Wait, so different heights, but identical twins. How does that work? Oh, God, I got it. Wait, so in reality, you guys are the same heights. They always be trying to find something that makes them different. Got it. Okay. Let's <laughs> go. Okay, I love that. There we go. Platform shoes then, that's for sure. Uh, but, all right. Yeah, from born and raised here in Vegas. Um, literally was born right down by the strip. Shout out to Vegas real quick. I'm also a fellow born and raised. Lost vegan, 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 lost vegan, veganite. It's like a, a mixtape. Like you're like shout out yeah. Vegas, veganato. Yeah, <laughs> he loves that. Being born, being born, and like living in Vegas, very important to this guy. Right there's right not here. a lot of people that are still here. Yeah. No, I just feel like it's kind of like you're like I survived. It's like one of those feelings. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> you're like I made it out of Vegas alive. <laughs> and we're there. Well, still here too, though. You made it out. I did I'm make still it out. Here. I love Vegas, but it's been really nice to expand my horizons because there used to not really be like an industry here. Like, sure. I feel like the best of the best come to perform here, but as far as like working your way up, it's not as much possible in Vegas. Does that yeah, it's tough. Like you either start in the mega clubs on the strip or mm -hmm. that's it. There's nowhere to really start. There's no smaller clubs to kind of build your way up. No, that's why it always kind of felt impossible. But, you know, going to L.A. and traveling all over, it's been amazing and I, I worked so hard to get out of Las Vegas. I never thought that I would come back and especially have a residency here. Like that was the last thing. Definitely didn't think you were thought. coming back for a fucking podcast. Not just for you guys. That's what we're saying, guys. Put that on record. She's only here for us. Nothing else. Nothing else happening this weekend whatsoever. By the way, what I, I saw this interview that you were doing or somewhere that you mentioned that you were uh, obviously you said getting out of Vegas. So it must have been not amazing, but Black Widow hunting. Oh my God, yeah. What is this? What is well, this that know, we need to know, know about? There's like no animals here. There's like a lot of insects. We got a lot of scorpions. We got a lot of black widows. Sure. We got not a lot of living, breathing. Like the first time I saw a cow, I was like freaking out because I was like, wow, like that's a cow. Like I've never seen one. Because in <laughs> Vegas, there's just no wildlife really. Like unless sure. you go drive up to Lee Canyon, fucking Bryce Canyon, like yeah, out yeah, in yeah. Red Rocks. So I don't know, growing up, like that was what we did, you know? Go hunt scorpions, hunt black widows. Um, I, I felt very bored at some point growing up here just because I didn't drink, I didn't smoke, I didn't party, I didn't do anything. I was actually born and raised Mormon here my whole life. We're gonna talk about it, love it, so, okay. It was only as I became an adult and started coming back that now I really love Vegas. Sure, how do you hunt black widows, by the way? <laughs> it's a very skilled craft. Wait, are you guys in on this too? You guys do this shit? <laughs> No, they're just it, do, it does. It does sound okay. like very like I'm 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 seeing like full gear. Yeah. You know, just the whole thing. What's the process? It's a highly trained technique over ten years using black ops weapons and night vision goggles. No, um, 
we would just just a know, shoe <laughs> just a shoe really we were just bored. no we literally just go out and it's not like you're hunting them it's just can you find the biggest black widow that exists okay so Love whoever that. finds the biggest one wins by the way, I live in Vegas right now. Now I'm really going to go home and be super paranoid in my backyard, just running around. You should just be scared of the scorpions. Like B- I black have light, right? Scorpions here that are like from other countries. Like I literally was like googling the scorpion, and it's like, oh, this is native to Afghanistan. I was like, what the fuck is the scorpion doing here in Vegas? And the smaller they are, the more deadly they are. So really? Is that a, is that a fact? Keep an eye out. Charlie Jordan no, officially the worst salesperson <laughs> for Vegas <laughs> in the history of the city. By the way, look, I'm sorry. I look. I said I'm learning to love it. Okay, I had some trust issues with here for We're sure. We're back because it's a crazy place, you know. But if you can, if you can hang, it's fine. You see that <laughs> muscles through the sweatshirt? We saw it. Uh, wait, how old were you when you were you a teenager here? Yeah, yeah. Were you like running around the strip, like uh-huh. acting like you're older or something? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'd, we'd go steal four locos and like put it in a hydro flask and walk up and down. Nice, the for sure. Classic. There's not a ton to do here as like a 16 to 19, 20 year old, you know, until you turn 21. So like, I had my license when I was 16. I'd pick up my friend and I'd drive down to like the forum shops yeah. and just walk around. <laughs> yeah. We weren't fucking buying anything. We just walk around. This, is, by the way, kids, this is what this is what happened pre-social media. You just you did that. You went you went places. By the way, I guess Black Widow season that was must have been right before social media. Yo, I mean, I, I, I got on social media. I've been on social media since I was like 14. So I actually did have social media when I was doing that. Really? <laughs> but it wasn't as good then, though. It was just Facebook. It's a choice, guys. Don't let social media, you know, like even I struggle with it. Right now, this month, I feel like I've been kind of addicted to my phone. Sure. But sometimes I'm not. Um, it's, it's just a thing like anything else. You know, you don't have to go on it. So if you want to be present, you can be present. I like that. <laughs> you know what fun is funny about podcasts? Like, especially just getting to talk to people in general, not about like the, the viewership or the clips or the views, the downloads, is really do you have an opportunity where someone is kind of required just to give you their full attention for one hour? It's kind of nice. Yeah, I don't know. I, I get nervous sometimes because like I love like talking is my favorite thing. I could talk to a wall. Sure. Right. Um, so like I'll answer literally almost any question. Like before this, they're like, is there anything you don't want to talk about? I was like, you know, we'll get to it when we get there. Well, we're like going to find out. <laughs> There's a red there's, section there's, at the bottom of this with question marks. Really, now they're really all good. Stuck on the black widows, right? Now. Yeah. Uh, question: Can we expose your real name? Yeah, go for Charlene. it. Charlene, real name? Charlene Jordan. Yes. Charlene Jordan. Wow, how'd you? Uh... We did our homework. Come well, on. I guess it's probably online, but we're yeah, pros. <laughs> we do use the internet, and we're pros. It is in fact online. Uh, middle name? Savannah. Charlene Savannah, Savannah. Jordan. Take a wild guess, like the origin of that. I'm thinking, look, like, like South, southern? perhaps. Yeah, <laughs> Southern for sure. <laughs> southern, I love that. Say Wait, but your is your family's from Vegas too, though, right? Uh, my family's from Vegas, Georgia, North Carolina. There we go. Yeah. Fucking love. Did that. you like Charlene growing up, or when Charlene? did you become Charlie? No, even when you just said it, like I did not recognize. <laughs> Who is this lady? Who the like, fuck who is Charlene? Charlene just that's gonna be like coming into my like 40s and 50s. Sure, like, sure. I be respected. You know? Yep. Like call me Charlene. But wow. I know. Wow. Red lips. You can even say like, Charlene. Serious, you if know? you pronounce it like that when you said, call me Charlene. Call me Charlene. Yeah, that's not, you don't want that. Uh, you don't want so the smoke. That's like a little too serious. You know, I feel like Charlie is a better vibe. My mom's just been calling me that since I was born uh, from like, there was like this movie or books or whatever, but Charlie's just more chill, you know? Sure. Do you have your kids' <laughs> names picked out in your head? No. No? <laughs> no, because I know you guys were just talking about yeah. babies. Okay? Yeah, we have I'm them. trying to convince them to come to my show tonight. Even 18, 18 months, year olds are allowed. That's I have right. a two-year-old. Give him 18 Monster. years. Give him 21 years. And yeah. <laughs> Ish. Ish. Um, 
but yeah, no, having uh, I feel like you can obviously don't know what the gender is going to be. I'm not going to pick names until I know for sure. Like that's true. No, right? I didn't know if you had like a name you really wanted in the back of your Do head. Do you know the amount of times that I have like like my mom was pregnant? I was like, please be a boy, please be a girl, and it's just never what you think it's going to be. That's never. true. Never. So I have zero expectations on gender names. Nothing. Like it's all going to be like an in the moment. Process. And honestly, I don't <laughs> recommend having kids anyway, at least not for like 10 years. Yeah, don't. You're 23. How come most guys that I meet who have kids are always like <laughs> saying they're like, wait to have kids? Not that it's a bad thing. Yeah, uh, Matt's, because Matt's a super proud dad. We love we love it for him. We, yeah. yeah, no, no. I yeah. want all the kids yeah, too. By the way, by the way, me, Drew, and Matt are a tad older. That's that's why. You know, we're in the fate because. Oh, so you're just telling me to wait. Yeah, oh, no, yeah, no. yeah, yeah. I don't recommend it for you. Yeah, we, not for us. We waited, um, by the I way. I fuck for a job. I'm yeah. trying to have more right now. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, we're I'm 35. Jeff's 36. Yeah, we're older. They're brand new. So we, we got the Sounds thing. like a fun job. We had, that is true. <laughs> That's true. But it's oh, true. well, you'd be surprised. Fucking for a job's not as fun because as you may it's think. Not as easy as you yeah, think I promise. Yeah. You get you get like the uh the, the meeting appointments from the from the wife. You say, hey, 4 30 p.m. It's a little different it's when she goes, babe, we have to have your, sex tonight. It's I'm like, in oh, your fuck fucking me, calendar. Right. And she's like, if you're fucking yeah, 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 yeah. I swear to God. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, trust me. Just so you recognize. You have to come in me tonight. Have the have the right lunch. Uh okay. So Let's let's go back to yeah. some recent stuff. We yeah. just saw Fashion Week New York. Yes. Um, question: As someone who's never been to Fashion Week, are Fashion Weeks really fun? I don't know if "really fun" is the word I would use to right. describe sure. it. Right. Sure. It is. It's exciting and it's new. Right. So okay. it's always things you haven't seen, people you haven't met, all, and that's why it's fun, you know, because I like trying new stuff. But it's it's hectic. It's event after event after event, little to no time. So like that was my first Fashion Week. I feel like. If I had gone many times, it would have been different. Like people who figured it out. But since it was my first one, I was just excited to be there, trying a bunch of different shit. Now I know what I like and dislike. So next year when I go back, I can be a little bit more selective. Navigate but it. I DJed. I walked. I attended events. I did all the things. So it was really cool to see everything. Um, I love modeling, okay? <laughs> Nothing against modeling, but it was a strong reminder why I stopped doing it. Okay. Um, <clears throat> it's just a little materialistic you know sure a tad totally i see that totally sure. fine obviously that's the whole point <laughs> it's literally by clothes yeah right i get it so that was really cool it's cool to see people get into what they do and their art and their passions and then djing was for sure the highlight for me it was super fun it was my first play with tau at lavo okay so. cool cool and it just sounds so cool it's like oh i'm going to fashion week and it's yeah like, it just okay. sounds it just it sounds, sounds it i'm sounds, going to fashion week and it, it, it definitely was that like i was in you know, at places of people where I was like looking to my right and my left and I was just like, <laughs> cause it's like people that I've looked up to my whole life. Yeah. Um, so that was amazing, but it's very hard. Like I just really like connecting with people and sometimes this industry makes it very difficult to do that, right? Like the more famous you get or the more known you get, the less likely it is for you to have like real conversations with people. Never. Ever. Sure. That's <laughs> yeah, true. I totally so fucking why, get like, it. I feel like all of us show up and we do our thing, right? Kind of for other people. And then I try to connect with all those people like later or you have to see them like so many times. Like it takes me seeing someone at the same event like 15 times or same thing with the other person for us to finally be like, oh, my God, like, who are you? Like, right. I've seen you multiple times now. And that's just kind of like how my my life goes. I pay attention to that shit a lot, like because I travel so much. If I see someone actually like more than once a month, I'm like. Who are you? Who are you? Dude, who are you? <laughs> you have to like gravitate towards that, right? I'm like, we need to be friends because I don't see anyone this consistently. Like my friend Lucy, um, she oh, no, it was no, in Forbes no. like, 
Yeah. Uh, Forbes, like, top richest woman. Um, it was, like, Kylie Jenner and then her. And I've been friends with her for, like, half a year, and I had no idea that she even did stuff like that. But I see her everywhere. She travels all over, and she's in tech. And I've become really good friends with her just because she's, like, a very successful, badass woman who does her own thing. And I just love people like that, you know, sure. people that are on their own journeys, their own missions, just doing what they love, and then being an amazing person on top of that is is super cool. I feel like, especially now with social media, because everyone wants to do social media, everyone's in it. It's like, there's sure. always, like, a crazy end goal. But I'm just very present and just enjoy what I do. I don't really have, like, a plan or an end goal, except for I do want to play festivals. That's for sure. There we go. <laughs> Perfect festivals next. Start. Do you, Vegas, do you, EDC. Yeah. Let's go. For show. Start it. By the way, do you have do you have like a one liner you go up to like and it's like a stranger and you're trying to introduce yourself like another like like you said notable person like, hey how are you nope, like still haven't figured it out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there's no such thing like even people come up to me like there's nothing right you can say to someone that doesn't know you it's always gonna come off weird like if you just walk up and I'm like oh my god like I love you so much like you can just be honest you know sure I feel like that's the best thing like when people try to come up to me and play it off cool that's where I'm like. I don't know, like, if you say, or it's like, oh, like, I don't know you, but, like, my sister knows you, like, can I get, like, a picture for her, or, like, can I get, like, <laughs> I don't know, people will try to, like, big dog me. Yeah, no. Up to me, that's and not I'm, like, tight, yeah. Just, you know, whatever, like, it's fine. Um, girls are always super nice, it's usually just guys. Sure, but know. the guys gotta play it cool, though, too. They have to try to play it cool. Like, when it's you a, came in, it's like, hey, I have to let you know that, hey, I am a big fan, because I am a big fan. I'm like, oh, what's yeah, up, oh, who are you? Yeah, but you just being like, hey, I'm a big fan of you, I've followed you for years, like, you're sick. Like, yeah, we can be more, honest. It's more the emotional weirdness. Right. You know, when people are like either too avoidant or too excited or too, I'm like, you can just be yourself and just tell me, right, what you know about me. Like that's, and then I'll be like, oh, I, well, I don't know you. Like, what's your name? Where are you from? People don't even ask me questions like that. Like they'll just immediately come up. Oh my God, like this and this. And then I've had three hours of people doing that and not a single person has asked me what my name is or where I'm from or like any just basic information. It's Charlene Savannah uh, Jordan, yeah. by the way. If you, yeah. if you need, if you if need you any help, the club, make sure to <laughs> yeah, address me by my full name, please. It's Charlene. No, uh, but that's why. I mean, nightlife. That's kind of the point, though, right? Like, it's super fun. And when's the last time you went up to someone and just and just said, "Hey, what's <laughs> up? I'm a big fan." Literally a week ago, I ran into the Nervo Twins okay. at Resorts World. Yeah. outside of my elevator. And they were super European and said hi and then walked away. <laughs> <laughs> it's the fucking Euros, dude. That's Big how they fan. get down. High five. No, no, literally, like, they were just doing their thing. So I was, like, freaking out, but it was just, like, a split moment interaction. Um, so there was that. And then uh, at Fashion Week, Jamie Campbell Bauer was there, who's the voice of Vecna. Yeah, in yeah. Stranger Things. Yep. And I was, like, I, I couldn't even, like, I tried. I couldn't. I just didn't. Sure. So, and then I saw Gary Vee too. He's, he's awesome. I, I talked to him for a sec, but I feel like I've been meeting people, like a lot of people that I look up to and I just try to always have like meaningful conversations with them. You have to. I think some people do. Uh, I think one thing we learned doing the podcast for this long is people are way nicer than, than people should expect for the majority, right? Like they are willing to talk to you and want to have a good conversation. And even when we don't know them before they walk in the door, like, by the way, disclaimer, Charlie Jordan does not know us at all. We Zero. just met right now. We Zero. Just met. They're great. And we're already best friends. So like you'd be surprised like how great people for the majority are and like people should feel comfortable if they are a fan or if they are like in the same world just saying hello. And most of the time they're down to talk and be Dude, great. I'll literally like people, if you just have a normal conversation with me, I'm like, come to my table, come hang out. What are you doing afterwards? But like I can't even get that far with people because they're just being fucking weird. But <laughs> 
fucking weirdo. I think there it is, dude. The, the, fir the first weirdo. person who's nice to you tonight should get the sweatshirt. That's you should yeah. pass this along. Yeah, first yeah. person who's nice. This is gonna come out too just late. Just take it off and give it right to him. Yeah. Boom. Like seriously, like the people in the crowd of my shows, I feel like are the people I want to be hanging out with. Does yeah, that they're sense? your fans. Well, not even just because they're my fans. It's just that they're happy. They're having sure. a good time. All the motherfuckers behind the DJ booth. Yeah, they're like trying to get with their phones out, the well, trying to search for clout. Hold on, dude. hold on. We've had this conversation though before. It's like, when's the last time you loved something enough to be in the front row sweating for like a DJ booth, and you have paid a full ticket price? It's been a minute, dude. A minute. I like, still there's a few be things doing you doing that. No, yeah, it's crazy. Like, I will leave. Like, I was just about to go to Slander. Slander played last weekend, and there's some festival here. And they're like, come, like, hang out, whatever. I was like, no, like, I will be on the rails. Like, I will be breaking my motherfucking neck. Because um, I love, like, I started off with uh, rave culture. Like, sure. I started sneaking into EDC when I was 17. They don't like when I say that. Anyways. <laughs> they don't started, like when I say that. Pasquale, sorry. Going, started going to EDC. Um, and I just fell in love with, like, the culture, like, of, like, I feel like EDM music is meant to be enjoyed in a live venue space. Sure. So at a club, at a festival. It's not necessarily something I would like put on in the car, you know? Like, <laughs> By I yourself, listen, driving to work in traffic, yeah. yeah. No, I'm just like, boom. Um, no, I listen to Indian music all the time, but I just tend to find that most people don't. Um, you know, I love R&B and I love like more chill stuff for like here in between moments in life, but being able to have those like really cool experiential moments where you have like full production, like the screens and the music and, and everyone, like music's the universal language. When I DJ, hands down, like, checked out in the best way possible. Like, just doing my thing, so happy, super present, and I could do it for hours. Um, I wish I could be like that with more things in my life, like, just so, like, honed in. But sure. it's so much fun, and it's such a high. Um, it's definitely been a bit of a struggle for me to, like, come down off of those experiences sometimes because <laughs> it's just so incredible. And all I want to do is, like, bring people with me like I want friends I want family I want whatever but when you're touring this much and going around like I don't always get to to have that do you so, chase that a lot like do you tear because like so Steve Aoki what does like 250 shows a year like do you chase like wanting to do more and more of those shows because that's a lifestyle no it's it's a crazy lifestyle and I was just talking to Steve I just opened for him um at F1 in Montreal probably like four months ago and so nice like he was just like hey want to get coffee like before we play the show and I've opened for a lot of big DJs. Not a single one of them have ever done that. And we just talked and, like, caught up. And I was asking him, like, how he structures his team and how he does stuff. And, yeah, like, he's on a on another level, you know? Like, it is a full career sport. Like, I really respect people that that do that. Um, he he plays, like, the most shows out of any DJ, I think, for the most part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, Absurd amount. So, you know, he's completely sober. He's sober. I was just going to say that, yeah. Mm -hmm. Extremely disciplined, like, just focus on what he's doing. Um, and yeah, that's something that, I don't know if that's like the level I would want to get to. Cause again, like mine for me is not the amount of shows as much as like the monetary side of it is beneficial. Like that's what I feel like that is for essentially. Sure. And I'm not super focused on that. Um, as much as I love, I feel like money kind of comes along when you enjoy something sure. and music is very expensive to get into. So when you do start making money, you're like, Finally, <laughs> right. Like after three years of buying all this studio shit and doing all these sessions and wasting my like wasting my money, right? Because I did do that. Like CDJs are not cheap, and I was just doing this on my own, using my money from my influencer career, right, to like put into this, and 
I don't know. It was just so amazing when it finally all pans out and works out. But there's that side of DJing, which is just going nonstop, like clubs, 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 playing, 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 like commercial. And then there's like the festival circuit and like the kind of more like Wook DJ. Sure, you know sure. What, you know that word? Yeah, of course. Where it's a little bit more like I love like Subtronics and and like I was saying, like Nightmare and Slander and all these guys that like have their own labels, have their own projects, have their own communities within the EDM space where it's like a real family. And that's kind of like what I want to get into because the, the club scene, love Vegas, love it so much. But holy shit, like it's it's very animalistic. Sure. And I want to, it to be about the music. Okay. I want people coming to my shows to listen to my music, not just to get drunk and 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 be at a club. We have to go back. How did you even get into DJing? Um, I got into DJing because I started filming for festivals. Okay. So as an influencer, I made travel videos for a living, which take like two to three months to make. And so festivals started hiring me on to be on their production teams to help creatively direct their after movies for the festivals. That's sick. So I was filming DJs and I was like behind, like in the pit, you know, like backstage, like filming and helping promote on my social medias. And I was like, this is the coolest shit I've ever seen yeah. in my life. So just from meeting them that way, like I would tell these DJs, I was like, I really want to learn. Like, that's really cool. And I was just super candid and honest. And quite a few of them actually totally, like how you're saying, people are way nicer than you would think. Like, I just told them I wanted to do it. And they were like, here's what you need to do it. Here's what you need to do. Like giving me like step by step because I was just genuinely like nice and interested in what was going on. I think DJs, if you respect the craft, like they're really happy to welcome you into like the community rather than someone like who's abusing it for like a quick, like you said, influencer money grab or something. Whereas like if you're into it for like the right reasons, I feel like everyone's really welcoming. I know that you had stuff with Blau, right? Yes. Like you had Justin is amazing. Yeah. That's who I was about to bring up. He gave me my first pair of turntables. He lives here in Vegas. And yeah, I mean, I anytime people come up to me and talk to me about DJing, especially girls, I'm like, fuck yeah. I'm sure, like, sure. I know. I'm like, I will literally teach you. I'll help you with whatever. Um, but that's not always the case in any industry, right? I, I feel like we, when you get to a certain point, like we all work our asses off. So like, what's the point of... <clears throat> being competitive or being petty or being jealous or you know it's like oh especially when younger people come into an industry like that's been my biggest problem across all of my careers is like because I'm young right people don't take me seriously and that's totally fine it just sure. takes like a long time for me to prove that and then by that point it's like I've kind of already missed out on that opportunity to, to develop that relationship with with someone. Are you talking about the being like a girl in the space or just young Being a in girl general? or just younger. Okay. Um, being a girl is already, there's not that many female DJs. There's so not. That's hard yeah. enough. But I don't, I don't even, I don't really discriminate. Like I feel like I'm used to working around guys. So like, I don't even mind. I'm I, girls or guys. Sure. It's like, okay, like I don't really see a difference. Honestly, I'm not going to be like, oh, cause I'm a girl. It's like so much harder. I'm a DJ. Right. There's definitely downfalls to being a female DJ, but for the most part, like I've still like tried to reach out to all these older people, right, that have been doing it for so long, and because they've been doing it for so long, you'd think they would want to be a little bit more receptive to like teaching and showing, but it just doesn't happen that often. Really? Okay. But the handful that I have found that have been so kind, like Nightmare, and which is his name's Tyler. He has a residency here too. He's amazing. Justin, <clears throat> um, I've become friends with like the Cash Cash Boys from Resorts World. Um, Lewis the child is super nice. Zed has been, Anton's really, really cool. He's one of the smartest guys I've ever met. Um, it's so cool to be around people that are uplifting and motivating and supportive, even if they have doubts, you know, it's like, who knows where I'm going to go, whatever. But like, we're all again in the same room, in the same space and we're all working towards the same thing. So that's the point of why you do anything. And right. It's like, 
part of it's for the community. So I get into DJing because I want to meet other DJs. I sure. want to be around people who enjoy music like how I enjoy music. So do you like those nights too where you're DJing with another DJ? Or do you is the goal really to be like the ultimate headliner? Or do you like kind of doing it with other DJs in the same night? I like playing with other DJs. Right. Um <clears throat> obviously like when I'm opening for them, that's different. But like back-to-back -back sets with other DJs is like my favorite thing. Right, like right. When it's like spontaneous. Like I was at my friend's birthday party in LA and it was me, What So Not, and Bonnie and Clyde just up there like two nights ago, just going in for no reason. And it's so so much fun, you know? Because um, we all like care about it so much. But yeah, I, I uh, with the traveling with DJing, it's been a little bit hard to get into the community, but I think everyone who's a DJ feels that because we're all traveling. Sure, all the time. it's nonstop. But like when you first actually transitioned to performing live, like how was that learning curve? Like those first couple real true shows where you went in like as a DJ? Oh, it was aggressive. Yeah. Um, I did terrible the first time I DJed. It was so bad. It was actually so like so embarrassing that I walked off and was crying. No, and where was this? It was in Spain. Um, okay. And I like just talked these people into letting me DJ in their club. Please. <laughs> That's how this all started. It was, I literally fucked up over and over again because I was just doing it for fun. So I would tell people, I was like, I really want to DJ. Like, and I'd be super adamant about it. But I got up and it was my first time using CDJs. Um, there's a bunch of other turn tables you can learn on, but CDJs are the standard for every club. And I got up there and just didn't know how to use them at all. The whole set sounded like trash. <laughs> oh, and no. I was just like pressing play at the end of each, it, like stopping and starting. Like I didn't know what any of the buttons did. I didn't know anything. And I got off and cried and like literally recorded a video of myself crying in my phone and was like talking to my future self being like, <laughs> don't ever let that fucking happen again. I was like, you will never step up on a stage. To the point of being so bad at something that you're literally crying walking on. Did you? Did, how many people? Was it a big show or like a club? It was a huge club. It's, it's Sutan in Barcelona, which is a massive club. Like Chami's played there and like huge artists. And How did you convince them to, to, to take you on, by the way? I was out there at a festival. We were working with a festival and I, yeah, it was like a Great big sales group pitch. of like six or seven people and they were all like, let her DJ. <laughs> like, just let her go. Do it, man. Do it. Come just on. Just let her go. She's sick. But that's, that happened for a good like year and a half before I finally like, I don't know, as a social media or someone who's involved in social media, right, I get presented or may get opportunities that I typically wouldn't. If I was just a person, like just starting in the music Just a space. civilian? Sure, sure. So I had to acknowledge that very early on. If I wanted this to be a long-term thing, um, <clears throat> I was put in a lot of situations where I was like kind of uncomfortable. Like I, or not uncomfortable, but you know, we've seen a lot how managers have come in with social media kids and been like, you're going to be a music star. Of course. We're going to sign you. Here's your producer. Here's the song. Sing it. Look pretty. Great. Done. <laughs> Okay, yeah. so many people try to do that with me, and I was just really stubborn. I don't know why. I was like, I don't want to record the song that you're handing me. Like, I don't know this producer. Like, why would I put out something that I didn't make? Like, sure. that doesn't make any sense. Um, now, as I've gone in the music industry, there's obviously a lot of collaboration now. I feel like there's no just like, oh, this one person just made this song. Like, there are multiple names yeah. on the projects, but everyone's contributing something. And at that point in my career, when I was 18, 19, I didn't have a lot to contribute. But years later, um, after teaching myself like production and songwriting and singing, now I'm getting way more into that. And it's it's a learning curve like anything else. It's when people try to shit on me 
for not having music out immediately right when I start. I was sure. like, I just started. Like, what are you talking yeah. about? Yeah, everyone hates everyone for, for like a million different reasons. It, it, it's fine. But now, um, even with my residency, you know, like people still don't really know that I have music out. And it's just a little bit of a slower, like, I don't know, with social media, it was so fast for me. It was just like instantaneous. And music has been. You've also gone through two of like the weirdest back-end industries like this the behind the scenes social media industry and the behind the scenes music industry are both picking the hardest insane like, things that have no roadmap or no instructions yeah it's, it's like oh just figure it out <laughs> and it's tough because like you said so many different agencies or managers will try to take advantage of crooks up and coming tiktok stars that just pop off and like they'll just hand them like a pre-produced mixed set from some other dj and just say hey go up there press play and just vibe with the crowd and perform and now you're you're a dj and yep. now you're in the game <clears throat> I mean, obviously, we see how that never lasts a long sure. time. Sure, it never does. You're um, right. But it's still, I think, irritating for the people in the moment. And that's where you just have to have patience and, like, that long-term play. Like, you know, if, if over this past three years I had let that stop me, like, I just have to – you just have to put up with the hate, put up with the bullshit, put up with people being like, no, you can't do this. Like, dude, it was so nerve-wracking for me every single show knowing – that all those people already know who I am. And not only do I have to disprove them, but I have to go above and beyond. To, to yeah, they're walking them. in assuming. Yeah. Like, it's not like, here oh, we go. go see. It's like, right. they already have a preconceived notion of how shit I'm going to be. Yeah. So <laughs> this chick's going to be fucking trash. That's why I bought the ticket. I'm going to go see Charlene right now and see if she can really pull this off. And it's so, it's been hilarious because, like, I, I wasn't really thinking that at first. I just saw that over time because every single person when I get done DJing goes, oh, you can actually, you can actually spin. Like, you can actually DJ. I'm like, actually, like, most, just take that word out of there. Like, just say, like, oh, you can DJ. Like, that's sick. Like, you crushed it. Most people don't believe that people can, <laughs> can be good at that many different things, especially at a young age. To be honest, they can't even wrap their brains around it. Right? Like, yeah. even, like. What was that Mr. Beast interview that we were just watching yep. where he was talking about like he actually has to tone down his content with like the stuff he's giving away because he would just comment that it's fake because they can't fathom that a YouTuber could really make that much money or give away that much money. It's not real, even though Mr. Beast is making money hand over foot. Right. And like for you, right, you're young, you're successful in multiple different industries already. Some people just can't even understand that that's a reality. So I think that you should go in there. It's like a kind of a good thing, right? Like, no, definitely the opportunity. No, the, <laughs> the opportunity and just everything I've been able to do has been so cool. I think just as like a 23-year-old, right, like I'm still learning and growing and figuring out who I am. So it's really weird to have everyone, I guess, assume, right, that I have everything figured out or sure. assume that I know what's going on or assume this and this when or even treat me a type of way when I'm just trying to like do me, you know, and, yeah. and live my life. So I'm super grateful for all the opportunity, but... Um, a Vegas residency is a pretty big cosign of like legitimate yeah. success it's in the huge. industry, by the way. So that's the Vegas residency has been so amazing because, like, you know, LA, there's a bunch of people there that want to be whatever. <laughs> right. But out here, ah. it's, it's refreshing because I can just come out and it's like just people vibing. There's people no freebies all, in Vegas. People from all over the world. So. Yeah. This is not Sunset Boulevard. How no. long is no this freebies. deal? How long is your deal in Vegas? Uh, my last residency was two years, and then I just resigned for another year. Another year? Mm -hmm. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go. Exciting. 2023, people. <laughs> no, this place is lit. It's tourists and people from all over the world, so they're just out here having a good time. And it's different people all the time. Yeah, it's not fucking Sunset Boulevard where it's like... Who do you know? And Your how friends, many friends up there. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. This is how exactly. You're gonna get in. And by the I'm way, you, Charlie's flip flopping. By the way, first it was Vegas. <laughs> now she likes now she it. loves it. Now it's LA. Now it's got it. We got to figure it out. And LA? you, you could have went the easy right. way for work. Right now, Fantastic. right now, LA or Vegas? Vegas. LA or Vegas? <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
I'm so torn. I don't know where I like different things about all of them. I have the same problem with men. So. <laughs> I love LA as well, but it's still Vegas. Yeah, it has to be. Um, can we talk about your tattoos real quick? Sure. You, go in there? Uh, you have a lot of tattoos. Is there a tattoo that you almost got that you were happy you didn't? <laughs> um, That's a yes. That's a yes. I, I, <laughs> Do I say I it on why. a podcast? Okay, so I'm super specific with my, pod or my podcast. You just said podcast. Got it. Super specific with my tattoos. Um, I wanted to get at some point, cause you know, like Japanese style tattoos are a very, not common, but kind of common thing. Sure. Yeah. I was just gonna get some koi fish. I'm really glad I didn't do that. <laughs> I don't know why. I just, that's not that bad though. You know, like, like never, how big and where? Like I was going to get it on my whole forearm. It was okay. going to be like two, you know, like a yin and yang. Like it still would have been sick. Yeah. Super um, sick. But. But why? Like when you're like, hey, I want koi fish. Was there a reason behind it? I can't remember the reason. <laughs> just, I think I was just like, this looks really you cool. You walked by sure. koi and pond one day? I'm glad I didn't get it because there's no relevancy to like koi fish on my body. But. Okay. I like that. Do you have, do you have like. <laughs> do you have any, do that's you guys have any super tattoos? super fucking sick. I have one tattoo. That's it. One Where? small tattoo on my ring finger. What's it say? It's, it's 10 tens. The date my uh, data got married. I'm gonna steal that. Yeah. I'm gonna go. That's love, right? Yeah. XX Roman numerals 10 tens. You know, we both got it. We both got it. So cute. Yeah. I was thinking about that'd be cool. One of my friends just got engaged and they were gonna just do tattoo rings, like not real rings, but they live out of a bus. My issue with. They live out of a bus? That says it all. There it is. There you go. My issue with tattoos was that I've been through a lot of phases in my life. So there was times where I was like, I 100% need this tattooed on me. Let's call it my koi fish phase, <laughs> right? I was obsessed with koi fish. And then a year later, I was like, what are you talking about? I never liked koi fish. So I, I'm glad I didn't get a lot of tattoos that I think I wanted to originally. And then it got to a point where I was like, I don't know if when, I, when something else calls me, one day I'll get one. But this is this is like a, no, the first that's one. A, that's a for sure good that's one. That's the first one. But the fun thing or not the fun thing, but the hilarious thing is that like no matter what tattoo you get, you're always going to change, you know, like that's kind always. of the point. It has to mean it, I guess. And it's funny because you're like forced to look at this thing that was who you were. <laughs> at, that at the time, <laughs> at you that thought point. it was dope. At that yeah. point, right? Yeah. And loving that version of yourself, like I, I have a tattoo on my ribs that like I got it and a year later I was like, I fucking hate this. Like to the point of like where I was like, I need to get this off my body. Like <laughs> this is like. Like, I was like, no. And then, I don't know. I found a lot of strength in, like, having to look at that every day. Sure. <laughs> it's like, what? It's, it's like not, when you get those. Because, by the way, it's not going anywhere. It's like when you get the no, social media not. anniversary reminders. Like, God, did I say that? Did I post that? Like, Jesus. No, no way. It's, it's a reminder for growth. Like, all my tattoos Got it. are reminders of. This is where I was. This is where I was. Sure. This is where I am now. Sure. So, even if they're shitty tattoos, I'm just kind of like. Take it with a grain of salt. It's like you know? the, the it's like the crying phone <laughs> video that you made from Spain, right? You know, yeah. just a tattoo version. Yeah, right. There you Life go. Life is full of highs and lows. One hundred percent. I'm sure I'll get more more tattoos. I just Do you have one, one on the line? Like, what's something that's coming up next? No, nah, I just got this one though in New York by John Boy. He's a super famous tattoo artist in New York, and this is like his. It's my first tattoo that I haven't designed, so it was like his font and like his handwriting yeah um <clears throat> i saw alexis ren get a tattoo from him or someone get a tattoo from him like five years ago and it was just a big gold mine so first reading tattoo also um but the rest i've drawn and they're super special to me i i turned all my tattoos into designs for my brand beauty and pain which is a jewelry company that i have I like that. We should have got a tattoo for every podcast guest we should have got how a sick, wow. of, how sick of a something. gimmick would that be like just to really get people into the show 
What do you think? You guys can get the Beauty and Pain dagger. Wall match. Guys, reach if I like that. DM okay. us I, if you think cool. we should get a tattoo with Charlie Jordan, then maybe I've we'll. I've given seven people tattoos. So You've given? If you guys would like, if we can find a tattoo then I got you. I mean, <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Let's back like up with, right now. You've given them with yes. like a like a zin zin like you've done the, the Are you selling what? us like the Spain DJ thing or can you really actually no, tattoo I can actually, on us? Look, first tattoo, just like anything, right? <laughs> just like anything. Not great. <laughs> I mean, I'd let you give me a tattoo for sure. Bottom of my Seven foot or somewhere in? for sure. I'm a pro. Hold Professional. On, hold on. Can we can we go back? Can we go back? Who who did you give your first tattoo to? It was a tattoo artist who already had a lot of tattoos on him, okay. so it was kind of like an experiment. Fuck it, you know. Okay, okay. just <laughs> go was for like, it. Here's Very a cool. blank space in my leg. Do it, and it actually turned out okay. Um, but yeah, no, it's some people really don't give a fuck about getting tattoos. Like, sure, yeah, they're just like whatever. Yeah, if you're I covered. You're covered. Too. <laughs> That'd be a good story. I like that. You need to try Jordan like tattoo. Only drunk tattoos. Like yeah. some of my friends only have gotten drunk tattoos. I'm like, that'd give me so much anxiety. Like, what are you talking about? Nah, good stories though. Do you guys have any any fun drunk stories? What do you mean? Of course, like, we're th- like, I'm 35. Permanent, permanent I have many. Opt-in, but that like couldn't be reversed after. I'll, I'll give you I'll give you a fun tattoo story that did happen. My my friend and I made a bet in college at a bar. Had to do with a girl. I ended up winning, and the loser. We went to Oregon. I went to Oregon State. The Fun. beavers, <laughs> and uh, there's the the mascots, the beavers, and there's like an old school beaver, and the loser had to get the beaver tattoo on his ass. Holy shit! I'm so glad you didn't have to do and that. And <laughs> not to mention, you when you wake up and you make a drunk bet, and someone loses, they can obviously renege and be like, "Come on, man, I'm not actually going to get it." Alex, you followed through. It's on his. He actually went and got it done. I'm gonna need you to insert. I know this is a podcast, but like in the video, like insert a picture of. We'll do it. Let me. I'll take. <laughs> we'll do it. Give me a solid. We'll my do God. It. Please do. We'll I know do your it. editor can do it. He's yeah. Like, <laughs> no, I'm gonna. I'm gonna send you a, a picture of it too as well. So you is are, it like the Bucky's beaver? Like you know. Bucky's? It's like a really old school like 1970s beaver. Like it looks almost exactly like that. You'll you love it. Bucky's the gas station in Texas. Oh, that's what I know the what you're saying. That's what the logo one, right? is. Yeah, that's what they're famous for. Yeah, it's the best gas station I've ever been to in my life, and I would recommend going there whenever. <laughs> Maybe I should. I'll okay. About it. I mean. How often is someone like, this is a good gas station? This like, I don't is, say that about gas stations. I mean, dude, the one from California to Vegas is pretty good. What is it, Eddie's World? Eddie's with big, World? With the big ice cream okay. thing? That's pretty fucking good. It's better than Eddie's World. It's way better than Eddie's World, by the wow. way. Eddie's World, though, has video games if you're ever driving from California to Vegas. Stop at Eddie's World. They have video games in their urinals, and you have to, like, aim with your piss. They don't have it for girls. I don't know. I feel like that's sexist. But <laughs> you aim with your piss, and you, like, get bonus points and play games while you're fucking peeing, which it's pretty is cool. crazy. Just guys, we need entertainment 24-7. Otherwise, we get bored, you know? (laughs) There's another business niche for you. You got it. What, you know? No, feedback. Yes. Yes. I already do that for you. Also, that. Yeah. Also, that. Side hustles are fine. Uh, By the way, do you ever get shy anymore? Social media, DJing, fashion shows. Do you ever get shy at all anymore? Do you feel like. All the time. Yeah. I'm kind of just not a shy person, but. Like I'm confident, but I'm just, I'm just an introvert. So I don't know if shy is the word, but definitely like. When the lights go on though, you're good. Like you just, you turn it on. Yeah. I, I mean, I've just done it so many times now. I used to have major stage fright. Um, I got excused from like every speaking presentation that I ever had to do in school because I physically could not stand up in front of people. Sure, sure. So going from that to like where I'm at now is pretty crazy. 
Um, but yeah, I super, I just have to zone out and like get into what I'm doing. Even now, if I look into the audience for too long and like make eye contact with too many people and see like what they're feeling, I like start to get re Like they're real yeah, humans, yeah. not they're not just a sea of a <laughs> they crowd. They paid for a ticket, they're here to see you. I forget. Yeah. I don't know. Like, yeah, it's, it's, there's nothing more terrifying than looking up and there's already like 70 people looking dead in your eyes. You're like, oh shit. And it, it's so bad, like not zoning out, but sometimes I forget to look up for like a long time. I'll just be looking down, like not yeah. really paying attention. So, sure. um, but obviously then I'm like, oh fuck, like got to get up on stage and, you know, scream on the mic and have a good time. It took me a long time to be able to do that. Like, I feel like that seems like a normal thing for people to be able to do, but like just standing up on stage without my legs shaking, it was so hard for like a year. Like I, <laughs> but they can't see. So it's fine. What do you mean? They can't see like on stage. They can't see your like, no, no on stage. We're chilling. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I have Oh, you severe... mean modeling when you're walking and stuff? No, no, no. Like uh, on stage. Oh, like on stage, Because you yeah. you're in front, for the most part, like right. in, in Vegas, you're in front of the DJ. Yeah, front. yeah. Like everyone can see you. You're up high, which is kind of like a nerve wracking. Like if you take a wrong step, falling. True. <laughs> <laughs> this is what's going through my yeah. head, okay? That's a mishap. You don't want Say that. Say something fucked up on the microphone. Don't do that. Don't talk too quiet. Don't talk too loud. Like don't say something stupid. Like. Oh, man. Have you ever gotten too drunk and said something crazy on the mic? Not yet, man. That's I'm a sure big, a big key word. Do you yeah. drink during shows? Yes. Okay. Do you, how much do you drink during shows? Do you try to limit yourself Matt, or are you just feeding each other shots how many, or how does it work? Okay. Cause I feel like I'm biased. I'm going to say something like two, but it's not two. How many shots roughly do you think I take per show? Mixed shots. I take mixed shots. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like 12. Yeah. It's, it's like always great to have the realistic answer here off camera, you know, two, 12. There you go. Okay, so Sometimes dozen, it's six. I'll I take like, like a dozen mixed shots. Okay, but sure. if it's just straight alcohol, like sure. maybe like five or six. Yeah. No, yeah. for sure. Look, honestly, Which we don't blame you at like all. It's a in lot. Like, in, but that's in Vegas. When I'm literally playing anywhere else, for the most part, I don't drink. Wait, really? so no longer practicing Mormon? Wait, is it practice or what? how yes. does it work? No longer practicing Mormon. Okay, got it, got it. Okay. Slash Mormon at all. I just found out like a week ago that my mom went into the church records and got like all of our names taken off. So with the whole family, <laughs> we asked that question one time. So that's an official thing. Once you leave Mormonism officially, you have to, do you have to do that? Or do you, I, I don't know. I kind of just left. I was like, <laughs> I kind of just yeah. like, Hey, I'm out. I'm fucking like, I'm out. I need to take my name off. What your piece of paper or whatever. I'm I just sent a text. Yeah. No, sorry Peace. guys. This isn't working out. Like a fucking yeah. bad breakup. Yeah, just um, <laughs> like I've been really unhappy for a long time. No. Yeah. I'm um, out. But yeah, no, I just kind of left. But my mom, you know, it was like more of my family's thing. So sure, it, was like a big, sure. it was more of a big deal for them to like go in and be like, this is what we're doing. And it's been really cool because, yeah, the way I was raised was super opposite to now. So it feels like a very different lifetime. So is your family still Mormon? My family is now no longer Mormon. Okay. Okay. Um, but they were. So everyone's just getting fucked up at your shows now. The no. whole family. Do they all come? <laughs> do they come they to your do shows? They come, yes. Okay, cool. Yo, my grandma. Your like grandma? be turning up more than anyone. You guys know. You no. see my fucking grandma. Your grandma? She goes, she's got like bright white hair. Hard to miss her. How old's your grandma? I think she's like 79 now. Oh, let's fucking 80. go. Is she coming tonight? Uh, Unfortunately, no. This is oh, one, she sent me a long okay, text. Okay, she's okay. like, I'm not gonna be able to make it tonight. I'm so sorry. Okay. They're out of town. But normally they come to every single one of my shows. That's um, awesome. Which is awesome. I wasn't super close to my family when I started doing this. And so I just never thought that that would be like a thing. Like they were Mormon, right? And okay. I was like, bye. So we weren't super close for two or three years and it's been crazy, crazy, crazy. 
to see. I don't know if what I'm doing has had any part in their decision, but I feel like it did a little bit, and it's very nice to like see them finally come around to just being happy. <laughs> yeah, I feel like like, and that's like one of the more structured. I don't want to use this term, but organized like religion. It is organized I mean, all like organized it, that exists, and it's just it was just it's always been just so fascinating and weird to me that people just kind of follow this. Like, who made up the rules? Like, who's the guy? Like, is there one person that just made all these rules? Do you just, see like, that? Do you see that video on social media where they're asking the kids at BYU if they'd rather drink coffee or, or like oil or like and cooking they were oil? oil? And they were saying cooking oil. They're like, hey, would well, you, you can't drink coffee? That's a prime example, though, of like destruction. Like, that's true, though. You, at, or lying to yourself at its finest. But, but why like, coffee? Isn't it coffee? It's like coffee? A, it's because it's addictive. So it's addictive. Church yeah. bans anything that's addictive. They were going up and interviewing all these kids and coffee. like without hesitation, like, hey, would you have a cup of coffee or a cup of cooking oil? They're like, cooking oil. Please talk. Were you crazy? Coffee. Coffee. <laughs> like Coca-Cola, the soda. Mormons will not drink it. Diet Coke. Have you ever heard the joke about how Diet Coke is such a big thing in the Mormon religion? No. It's because it's like, oh, like, it, it's so fucking stupid. It's literally the exact same thing. Diet Coke and Coca-Cola. And it's like, oh, we're all going to pound, like, chug pounds of Diet Coke and it's fine. But the Coca-Cola, no, because it has caffeine in it. But what about sugar? Wait, is that true, though? So Diet Coke is allowed, but Coke isn't? Yeah. Wait, hold on. Is it like, <laughs> hold on. Is it like Utah, so, like the land of like these soda shops and all this shit? Yes. Yes. So, those diet are, soda those shops? Are they, any sense either, wait, is right? it all diet? They're is it all diet soda? Ban things that are addictive in excess, but there's diet sodas. Like Coca Cola supposedly has like the highest amount of caffeine compared to other sodas, and that's why it's like not a thing. But the rest of the sodas, right, are fine. Like none of these make any sense. <laughs> like, wait, but sugar is like the most addicting <laughs> thing out there. Yeah. Yeah. But just but regular sugar's okay? And it's the same concept of, like, the church being like, hey, you can't drink and you can't smoke weed, but narcotics are fine. Xanax is fine. Because it's a prescribed medication from a doctor. So you're fine. When I tell you I was showing up to my senior year of high school, half of, like, because I lived in Utah my senior year, half the kids are barred out in school. Like, worse than Las Vegas, okay? And it's because it's, like, the one thing they can do or, like, this, like, you know when you tell a kid like, "Hey, you can't do something." I I'm doing do it. it. Yeah. I'm doing all of it. Of that's course. To the max like that, with that religion. That's how kids like operate, anyways. That's that's how I don't know how to be. Parent. Hey, shout out to all the Mormons, but this religion sounds like yeah, it's that's crazy. Okay, but here's the thing about the Mormon religion: amazing, fantastic. I think, like the morals and the ethics and everything. Like I strongly still agree with. Like they're probably the most charity-based religion I've ever. They come do a across. ton for the community in Vegas too. Yes. Being born here. So much. A ton. From dropping off dinners, from doing charity, like, work and drives, like, going to old folks' homes. Like, my whole life I spent serving other people. Sure. And it taught me so much about myself and where true happiness comes from and community. And, like, I will forever cherish that for the rest of my life. The Mormon religion and people are extremely kind. It's just for where I'm at in my life right now and what I'm doing, it does not fit <laughs> very well. Well, Maybe, I think I think it's cool now that you that your family's evolved and then they can come see you. Where, yeah. I, where it might have been a divide, if not. Because like, a live show element's fun. follow the rules and not be judgmental as fuck, Yeah. Fine. So wait, is That's like great. the no sex thing real in Mormonism? Yeah. Mormonism? Isn't yeah. It? Well, then how does like, how do they have kids? Right? You're not, they have no, sex. Well, you're not supposed to have sex before, before marriage. Before you're married. Before marriage, yeah, Wait, yeah. so... But okay. it's the same thing as Christianity. Like that's yeah, yeah, that's yeah it's the same Christian thing with Christianity. Thing. So is like the Mormon is the fuck no? Is the Mormon soaking like a real thing? Is that is that real? I saw. It I on was TikTok. just talking about soaking with someone. Is it real? The other day. Don't tell Someone's me. Someone's like real. I've soaked. I was like, don't no, the tell fuck me it's you real. Haven't. Is it real? Um, it is a real thing. It has, it has to be real. Too, 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 enough people talk Can about. Can you it. explain it what it is for the people that don't know? To the edge of like, is this wrong or not? So like the Xanax thing or the like having sex because like okay, I'm gonna put it in. 
but I'm not going to move, so it doesn't count. So that's what soaking is. Soaking is parking the car in the garage yep. and not taking it for a drive. Not taking or it for a drive. people are out here like taking it a step further, doing soaking, but with anal. Anal and soaking. that's their first time having sex. Hey, Mormons okay? are lit, reverse, dude. <laughs> hey, Mormons that's when you reverse lit, into. Dude. That's when you no. reverse into the garage. Hey, Mormons are, dude. Okay, that's, that's your first experience. Oh my god! Whoa! Oh my god! Wait, are yeah. you guys Mormon? Did you guys grow up Mormon? No. no. Okay. They're, no. Like, hey, they're, they're like, fuck no. Yeah, yeah. They're uh, these like, hey, girls we're fucking were, for real. These girls were actually the first people to probably lead me into not being Mormon. They took me to my first party ever, and Wait, it was actually a Halloween party. So that's perfect for this month. <laughs> By the way, this whole audience and talking about live shows, your family coming. Matt, can you book us like a live podcast show real quick? Let's let's come on. Let's get on this. Let's figure this out. We need a massive live podcast. Yeah, guys. Let's talk about it. I this. told you, come to my show. We're with grandma here, too. Of it. Yeah, yeah, just, hey, guys, no, everyone stop. pull up with microphones in your hand. Like, <laughs> Light it up, everyone. <laughs> like the man in the street. Like, <laughs> right. I'm here. That'd be so fun. I've, I've wanted to do that at one of my shows, like after my show, when everyone's just fucked up. Like, I'll be sober. And I'll just go around with, like, a bright-ass flash and a microphone. And I just want to ask people ridiculous questions. Be like... Like, I don't know, because they're just hammered. Like, the shit that comes out of people's mouths, like, I'm going to start doing that, man. Honestly, yeah. you should do it as for, like, a TikTok series. Yeah. Tonight? Let's do start it. tonight. Yeah. No, literally, like... Just, ma'am, where are your I, shoes? I'm just going to... I just need someone else to film it. I'm going to hand you you or you the fucking camera, and we'll have a flash. What do you mean someone else to film it? You got 16,000 cameras in here. I think you're good. That's true. That's true. No, I just kind of get, like... There was a long period of my life, like, especially when I was doing social media, where, like, if I want something filmed, okay, I it's not, like... Someone's just filming. I have to go over to that person and be like, hey, film this exactly like this. No, no, we get right? it. Uh, yeah, or, we get or, it. We or get it. I do it and then it's, oh, redo that. Sure. I'm yeah. Like, Are you kidding me? <laughs> so, like, I always just be running around doing shit and it's too fast for, like, a camera, you know? So, I want to try to show, like, the fun of. Did you do your editing too, by the way, for all your old videos? No. No. Um, I used to do all, or at the beginning, yes, I did my own editing, filming, but as I got into it, <clears throat> I was like, more of like a creative director. I like that. So I work with a lot of brands, like still, like Revolve and Aloe, and they send me clothes and I shoot photos for them and they use it for like their website, their sure. Instagram, advertising, stuff like that. So I do like brand creative direction as well, which is really fun. Charlie Jordan's resume is a hundred <laughs> fucking pages long, people. Anytime you feel bad about yourself, watch this show and get, get your ass off the couch. What is uh, it, Kim Kardashian? She's like, no one wants to work nowadays. Yeah. No one, get your ass get up. Get your ass up. Get your ass and up. And make a sex tape now. <laughs> You're here first. You're here first. There it is. Motivation. Not like a sex tape. But it's funny, this girl's like, no one wants to work. I'm like, okay, people are still She got about shit for that one. Tape. What are you talking she about? Got, no, nobody wants to work. It's like nobody wants to work these days. Uh, we have a whole OnlyFans pandemic sweeping through the nation, though. So. Yeah. No, why, why would anyone want to work and they can just upload a couple of pics and make feed pics? Don't like, be posting the feed pics for just free. Just half a no. mil a month. No, throw, hey, it on there? throw it on there. Three pics, four pics, all good. Dude. Couple chats. Look, I'm all about making the side hustle, okay? I have an OnlyFans, but is that my main slash only thing? No. Should it be anyone's main slash Are you on there chatting? No. Yeah, like, am I on there chatting? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. pay for the messages. Like, messages? Yeah. So, it's like, you know, like, Cameo? Yeah. Yeah. So, I kind of use my OnlyFans as a Cameo. So, I do, cool. like, birthday shoutouts and custom messages and, like, stuff like that. But you actually do it. You're not, like, farming it out. No. Okay. So much, I have how much that OnlyFans coming So in? I'm not the only one that's on my Got account. Got it. Got it. Um, there it is. There it because is. Because obviously, like, say, like, I'm on a plane or DJing for, like, three days straight, right? Like, I can't be doing that. 
So it kind of stacks up, but I'm not the only one. Like I respond to my messages and I upload like my own content, captions, everything, but I'm not the only one like monetizing it and editing it. Does it's not sense? only your what's, feed getting What's the OnlyFans yeah. podcast game like? Is there is there an angle? Uh, I don't uh, think so. You don't, don't think know. you know? <laughs> you guys got OnlyFans? Ready? No, we're about to you start. Know what? I That's thought about it too. Really we're like some, you know what? I, it's weird, but guys want to see other guys' feet. What? It's a thing. It's a thing. Swear How do you know this? You trying uh, to get into it? No, no, no. no. He's doing just... OnlyFans research. No. <laughs> OnlyFans. Yeah, yeah. No, Check the I'm just history. saying. There's like other dudes that aren't that don't like guys, but like Look, have dude. OnlyFans for other guys. Mullet if and foot if fetish. If you looked up or bought feet pictures, you can just say it. No. Yeah, for sure. It's okay. It's all right, dude. I may have dabbled said, in a couple of right. photos. Yeah. It's all right. Let me see your let me see your credit card receipts right now. No, you're stressed out at home now. <laughs> you know, a lot of lot of subscribing feet, going on. Uh, speaking about a lot of content you're doing as well, can you talk about probably the most like talked about guy musician right now on the internet, Morgan Wallen? Yeah. Also, just, fellow mullet bro, yeah, by the way. Yeah. Fellow can you talk about Morgan right. Wallen's music video? What was that like? Um, so incredible, so amazing, fantastic team, nicest people ever. Um, really cool to be part of someone else's like insane journey. I like country music, but I'm not super into it like that. Sure. Morgan was probably like one of the only people that could have hit me up to do a country music video. And I was like, yes, because I did know who he was. I actually saw him three years ago in LA opening for Luke Combs on tour um, at the Hollywood Bowl. And I didn't know who he was, saw him live for the first time. And I was like, this guy could make me like country music like this is good. <clears throat> so it was really crazy to like see him in the beginning, right? And then three years later, his team being reaching out, being like, we want you in the music video. No idea what to expect. I kind of thought it was gonna be like a passing, like I'll show up and film and leave. Sure, right. Like I'm not gonna really get to know any of them. Yeah, don't I'm not care. gonna be a yeah. part of this. Like I didn't really, I don't know. I, I just wasn't thinking about it. And then I got there and again, like such nice people. And they included me in so much of the post-production stuff as well. Like keeping me updated with the video and, and, you know, being like, are you guys going to be at iHeart? Like, I was at iHeart with them, and then they had a <clears throat> concert in <clears throat> L.A. that I went to as well, and they, like, got me backstage passes to come see the show. And, like, when you involve people, like, treating them like they're important sure. and not disposable, right? Super fucking awesome. Love them. He has just gone crazy, Morgan Wallen, yeah. on another, like, stratosphere of success. Like, I love his music, by the way. Like, same thing. Not a massive country fan, but I like country music a lot, and his music isn't sick yeah he's doing something that no country artist that i've seen like we've seen lil nas right like we've seen a lot of hybrid sure music lil nas did like country r &B, country yes definitely yeah. heavier r&b but morgan's is like country with a little bit of r&b country it. with a little pop twist yeah mm -hmm. he's definitely like that younger cool guy he's got the image and it's like again like country music for me at least and probably jeff probably you as well it's not one of those things where i'm rushing to stream the latest album from morgan wallen but if it's on and it's playing or a song catches my ear yeah i'll vibe to it and it's like country music's one of those things like if you're in that mood and like you're vibing you just hear that one song it like it takes you back on so many different circles it's I, weird i love country music because it is always very nostalgic super yes. happy Usually about love. Everything's about love, <laughs> dogs, you know? Drinking. Like everything. Drinking. Drinking. Getting fucked up. By the way, <laughs> country music concerts, probably the most fun environment of people. Yeah. Like, they're just the happiest people on the planet Earth. No, for sure. Like, they're, country like, festivals or something? Like, you have to when go. When I went to Morgan's show in LA, I've been to the T-Mobile Arena or the Crypto Arena so many times. Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen anyone sell that shit out like how he did. Sure. I was like... Crazy, like, right? I, I know that country music's like big, but I was like, he's on another level. level. So I'm super. I mean, I again, like, I know him, but I'm proud of him. Like, for how little I know him, like, he's crushing it, and uh, it's it's really hard to handle 
that level of exposure. I think especially from someone who's from fucking Nashville, Tennessee, like he came from a super small town. So. And super quick too. Mm-hmm. It He's happened just out doing of nowhere. His thing and I'm excited to see what he keeps doing. I like that. All right, we got it. We got to ask about this. Charlie Jordan's dating life. You know what's funny? When you <laughs> it's when, there. When you, you thought we were gonna ask. So like so we, we do our research, right? We got a lot of nitty gritty details. <laughs> oh, I'm you know sure. what I mean? I'm sure you no, guys not had about a, dating, just in general, had right? A fantastic we fantastic wanna... time looking through the web of conspiracies. Oh, we scrolled we, it all. Well, we <laughs> scrolled it all. Like, we, we fucking Googled that shit. Yeah, so fast. we we like to really find a lot about our guests before we get on the show. But and we found a lot of fun stuff about you and your dating life. Like it's it's, it's crazy. Like you've you know, like you've done so much, but when you type Jar- Charlie Jordan into Google, like so much of it is your dating history and what's going on. Yep. Like what's happened. <laughs> what, like, yep. like what, it, one, what is actually going on in your dating life? And two, what is it like having to deal with this 24 seven people talking about it? Uh, I'm currently single. Cool. And I've kind of just, after this last relationship situation that I had, I've kind of chosen to keep it private. So nobody really knows what's going on over the past six months. I don't really talk about it. Um, Do you want to talk about it on this podcast? The most I will say is that I'm single. But okay, it is. in the past, yeah, it's it's very frustrating having to deal with people fixating so much in my relationships. Sure. Um, but that's just kind of something that happens. You know, obviously, I work in a really cool space with a bunch of cool people. And those are the people that I spend those that time around. So I ended up dating someone else who was also very well known. Um, and I've never... I'm assuming you guys are, you know, you probably saw, I don't know who you're even talking about. Like there's like, which one do you want to? Yeah. We're yeah. I mean, I've of been course. in LA for four years. I've only dated, I call it the cool kids club, two or three guys. Yep. So I'm assuming you're talking about one of those two sure. or three guys. Sure. Um, but it is crazy. Cause like, I don't, I wouldn't consider myself someone who like hooks up with a lot of people, but because my life is so in the spotlight, like the three or four people that I've talked to. And then the two people that I've dated, it's like such a big deal. Right? Like it's like, magnifying glass I'm like yeah. everyone has relationship problems everyone goes through shit but for some reason everyone really gives a fuck about what's going on with mine and it, it makes it really hard because when it's not good the internet makes it 10 times worse way worse like when you're Always. going through problems or when you have like which is very normal in a relationship it, it escalates on a whole other level um especially because i've talked to people that are in social media where the tendency is like and i say this I'm not saying this about any of my past partners, but I've talked to a lot of guys in the social media space and people are very narcissistic in the way that sure. if something goes wrong in the relationship, there's always someone else they can go talk to. Of course. Right? It's that easy. It's like, oh my God, there's like a bajillion bitches in my <laughs> DMs. Bitches. They're out there. And, and like, bitches, man. No. Hey, these fucking bitches. Just <laughs> everywhere, man. Hey, they're fucking so, everywhere. So there's that. And then even on the role reversal, you know, for me, like. Sure. I could just open my DMs and like, there's always like that next option. Of course. And that's something that I've really struggled with now. Like, cause I'm just not really like that. The like, grass I, is always greener mentality for people. Yeah. I'm like, I'm just happy with what I have. And like, I really struggle with how much shit changes in LA and like the relationships. Right. And it's, it's even hard. Like when I do in something with someone and for people on the internet to constantly remind me about it, constantly bring it up every day. I open my phone and see my exes. It takes one minute to do a stitch on TikTok and they put it out there. Yeah. Anyone. But you I know, think I'm not like a like uh, I don't know if I can describe how painful that is, especially when like I'm not super close with or haven't been super close with my family in the past. So like, I don't you know people are gonna accuse me of dating people for clout or for whatever, but like those are my best friends and those are people that I have real relationships with, and it's super shitty to have people make fun of it or make light of it or use it for their own personal gain. Um, I, I witnessed that a lot lately. 
because something happened with one of my exes and I tried to step in and be there for him as a friend after our relationship ended. And everyone was going on podcasts, taking their time sitting down talking about my relationship that they have no education on whatsoever. Like, and this wasn't even just like fans. It was like people that I knew, like oh, no. other influencers in the space. Like, can we talk about that? Down. Cause it's like sure. an interesting question that I had is like, look, we all know the situation. We can say it out loud if we really want to or whatever. But when, when you make a decision like that, no, like, just as someone who's really in the public eye, because I think the Instagram world of influencers then translated for some reason, TikTok became like this mainstream celebrity phenomenon more ever than I think Instagram ever did. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like the TikTok stars like really trended towards that and yeah. all of these things based that around that. And then your guys' relationship that happened. Like, do you make decisions like, hey, look, I know this is the right thing to do, but this probably is going to end up being a thing, but I still want to do it anyways. Or do you just like, hey, what, you know what? I don't care what that, what happens. I'm going to do what I think is the right thing anyways. And just if something blows back on the internet, it does. Or do you try to avoid that? Like, I feel like that's a decision where you can kind of that is go one way or the other. Causes a lot of problems in LA. Cause yeah, you see people staying with people that they know are bad for them because it's convenient. Sure. Um, and I've never really been like that. Hence why I think I've probably received blowback on the internet because I'm not making decisions based off what the internet wants to see. I'm making decisions based off what's right. Right. And what an adult relationship would require. <laughs> um, but to everyone else, it's like, oh, like they're not, you it's know, like clickbait. sitting down and posting a breakup video and being super like, I don't, I don't know, politically correct. Sure. Like, like um, you owe them something for some reason. Yeah. Especially if the relationship didn't end positively. Like if you guys both mutually agree to break up. Okay. And you do a cute little, we're not together. Great. But if it doesn't, doesn't end like that. That sounds awful. That sounds, <laughs> that sounds awful. horrible. Hey, I know this is going miserably, but you want a three, two, one, you know, like that sounds I, terrible. I had to do that, bro. I, I'm not even kidding you when my ex like sat like like I was like hey like I was like I don't know if you want to say something online but like maybe we just post like a quick story and he goes no we're gonna s we should film a YouTube video for my channel oh no yeah and I was like is. yeah I don't really feel cut he's like no like we can be super clear and concise and like it'll get really get the point across I, I was so scared I was like I really don't want this very painful thing for me to be exploited right now when I opened the video, it had ads on it. He of was course. monetizing sure. the that's... video. But, but, but what do you mean, sure? Like, that's so fucked up. Of like, course. But, I mean, did you expect anything else? That's why you want to make a <laughs> video did, though, and post because, it on YouTube. No, I didn't want to make, like, I, I expected, I don't know. I guess that was my first public relationship. Sure. So he was the one, right, who was like, this is how you handle it. You could have turned AdSense off, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, and that's, that's why, like, that was my first public relationship. Um, and I've had a couple since then and it really just is for no one else besides myself. And it's actually crazy. I would say the number one reason I keep it private is because when I be telling people that I'm dating someone, watch all those girls just immediately run towards that guy telling me, oh my God, you're so beautiful. You're so nice. And then immediately walking up to them afterwards, trying to go back with my boyfriend. Like, of course. Bitches, man, and that's bitches, how these bitches, bitches be. And that's how these bitches be. But that's why, like, I don't really like who I am speaks for itself, and I don't feel like I need to explain my relationships or explain how people have fucked me over, or explain the shitty things that people have done to me. Like, <clears throat> you could probably find one negative thing that I've said about my exes on the internet, um, and it was for a very valid reason. But I don't really talk about how shit went down. Social media for me, like how you're saying TikTok became a big thing, it's very much reality TV now. And that's yeah, sure, not how sure. I use it. That's not how I want to use it. I'm not 
on social media to share every single detail of my life. It's to show off and post the positive things, the inspiring things, the happy parts of my life to hopefully motivate other people to want to to do that as well. I try to be realistic, but like there's no, I don't need to go online and talk about how I've been cheated on X amount of times or how I've been fucked over or taken advantage of. Cause like straight up this past two years was probably the hardest two years of my life. Like even more so than dealing with my family problems because this time of my life was such an important, vulnerable time in my life when I'm going through so much and experiencing so much and the amount of people who've taken advantage of like personal parts of my life to get me to do other stuff or like for their own personal gain is just disgusting. Yeah. And my relationship is something I will no longer compromise on, on the internet. So what do you, what do you, what do you do from here? How do you make this easier? Right? Like you're young, obviously like now people meeting people is like a totally different world than it used to be. Do you just like, are you after this has to be like a regular guy you try to date outside of the industry? Like, um, it doesn't necessarily have to be a regular guy, but I take a lot of time, like a lot of, of time. It's pumpkin patch season. Maybe like, meet a nice regular guy, a pumpkin patch. Out of the pumpkin patch. You pumpkin know what patch. I'm saying? Like, <laughs> this might be the move. You asked to take pictures with us in the pumpkin when we were there, it's done. No. Yeah, let's go, <laughs> see? No, but I really like, I'm so, I, I also think that I have a lot of trust issues now. Sure, of so course. So even if I did get into a good regular relationship. Right. I don't know. You can't, dude, Fine, at this it. point. You you almost can't. You guys, know? I'm sorry. Whatever's I'm sorry, next. Guys, I'm millions, I'm sorry, dude. I'm tapping out of the market. No, but even people that are like, I'm kind of at this point where I just want to stay single. Sure. I am tired of, of having literally three full-time careers and also still expected to be the girlfriend, to be sure. happy to show up and support a man's career when they're not necessarily doing it back. Right. Um, so unless, you know, whoever I date, Whoever, I, hopefully you'll never catch me doing the whole internet like relationship thing again. If I do, fucking give me a call. We will. If you see me posting fucking TikToks with some random we dude, will. give me a call. We'll send you a deal. Like, yeah, yeah, what the fuck are you we doing? Will. We, <laughs> we will. already did this. We already went through this. Um, if you All right, if you do that, here's the deal. If you do do that, you have to get a residency tattoo on you. Okay. You can choose the logo, there, whichever one you okay. want. There it is. There it is. Look, I'm not saying I'm not going to make TikToks with guys. Okay, okay, okay. If it's a serious relationship right and we're like what, what's the time there has to be like a time like, oh we'll know can i post with we'll them? know we'll know when it's here uh, we'll, we'll see we'll, we'll yeah, all yeah. know we'll know we'll, we'll all know we'll know decide for you, you'll know right before you post a video like damn i'm gonna have to get a tattoo if i post this i really like you man i Don't really worry, like we'll your mullet like, we'll That's do like good. a tramp stamp yes <laughs> she said it now we have Make it, it classy. we have the content now deal um i love that hey that relationship stuff wasn't as bad as I thought I was gonna be. Oh, <laughs> uh, we 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 let up. We yeah, went look, we went honestly, we went By the way, that's not our show, right? Like I know there's a lot of shows who go that, and look, we're not here to. We're click. not doing the clickbait. Yeah, we're not here to clickbait you in any in any possible. And by the way, those things for us, that's not why people watch our show. Regardless, in fact, a lot of our viewers may or may not even know like your relationship world exactly in a certain way. But we want to know like in context, right? Because I think it is really a big factor of your life and how you make decisions. Like knowing like, hey man, if I do this, it's probably 50-50 gonna blow up my fucking face tomorrow morning on Twitter and TikTok. I'm open up my phone, doing me talking day. shit or, or resurfacing. And I also think it's such a weird way to live where knowing that even if you are being as careful as possible, like everyone now wants even, you, I don't even wanna call 15 seconds of fame anymore. It's like one second of fame. It's like, God, if I can just get this video of Charlie doing one thing even kind of weird, then I'll get a million views. It's not even like 15 seconds of fame anymore. It's like literally a half a second of fame for no reason. Like that's gotta just be bizarre. 
It is bizarre. It used to not always be like that. And I feel like the reason I'm still here is because I was so early on in the social media. For sure. Stuff. For yeah. sure. You got so, thick skin now. Yeah. Like I've been dealing with it. If you have I thick was skin. an 18 year old coming into the climate of the social media space now, I don't think as a parent, I would let my child do that. No, no. Cause like you look at the age demographic now from 13 to like 24, this younger generation, they care about more about that scene than like actual, like traditional A-list celebrities, like what's going on like the TMZ world. They want to know what's going on in the TikTok world. You guys are like the new like celebrity royalty for this generation. It's, it's fucking crazy. crazy. They love and that it's shit. It's crazy. That's why it's super important who is supported and who actually is in the eye, the public eye. Um, I would say for the most part, all the people that are like really big on TikTok right now are very like through and through themselves. But what examples, what standards are we setting? Um, the D'Amelios, you know, are like, the biggest TikTok sure, sure, sure. family and they crush it you know like they're very wholesome i love the family vibe and everything but there's also like the whole other side of TikTok that's just overtly sexually exploiting kids which okay, is like sure. the part that Weird, i'm not yeah. cool with for sure yeah um kind of the same concept of like okay only fans can be used to support someone who may not have any other means to support themselves or it can be fully abused and like any internet, any app, I feel like has that full spectrum, right? Like Instagram can be this amazing thing that's changed your life and gives you a career, or it's like the darkest shit yeah, you you've gotta ever eat it. seen. And that's kind of like Twitter and every platform. And as more people join, you know, the chaos becomes more and more and more. But at this point, like the people that are positive and are carrying a message, like really do stand out in my opinion. Um, and even if they aren't like on social media, like take that time to find those people in your life if it's not on the internet that you look up to because sure. that's so important. Like, and once you put out content in general, after a while, you really start to laugh at it a little bit more. I know some of it can be very hurtful, silly. but the more of it, like even we're jo we joke about it, we'll put, an put out an episode and some people for the same exact question, be like, that was, I really wanted to know that. And the other half people be like, that was the dumbest question I ever heard in my life. Stupid. So like, no matter what you do in any way possible, like, can't please everyone. Yeah, you can't please everyone. So we just put out the stuff that we like and we get to interview people that we think are cool and we go from there, right? And that's and that's the whole situation. Same thing, you film what you want to, you play what you want to play, yeah, fuck it. that's why I'm just- Screw gonna, you guys. No, that's why it's fucking insane to me. Like Chad sitting in his fucking mom's basement watching my videos for 20 hours, going on and finally commenting like, fuck you, you're a piece of shit, go kill yourself. Fuck you, Chad. Fuck off, Chad. Fuck you, Chad. <laughs> <You> fucking <laughs> cocksucker. Uh, Look, I don't even need to say anything. I got Fuck that. off, yeah. Chad. Come on, we got a squad, by the way. 2023, when she's here for Reds, we might have some guest spots, some Charlie Jordan guest spots on the podcast. She might be coming in for some episodes. Oh, oh, I'll be back. <laughs> um, for some fun questions real quick. Holiday season's coming up. Halloween specifically. We're going to put you on the spot right now. Worst to best or best to worst. Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas. Wow. Best to worst. Best Christmas. Second Halloween, last Thanksgiving. Ooh, okay. Not what I expected. Not either. Okay, cool. Okay. Do you think I was going to say Thanksgiving second? Yeah. 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 Halloween's my third. Why? Like by a freaking landslide. Is Thanksgiving your guys' second? Yeah, my go Christmas, Thanksgiving, Halloween I mean, for if sure. you're going just those three, I would say in order of like... Just best. Family? No, it's everything. Because, no, because I'm a huge Halloween fanatic. Jeff's super anti-Halloween, If you way. say Halloween's better than Christmas, you're- No, 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 no. I we're, done that. I, I, I <laughs> we're done the show. I didn't say that. We're done the show. It's better, over. Better than Thanksgiving? Absolutely. Not even close. As far as like activities? For sure. What activities do you do during Thanksgiving? Besides just the actual- The best dinner. ones. I eat, just love the food. Eat food, I watch mean, of football. Course. The of food course. is fantastic. But yeah, like point is like you could have Thanksgiving whenever. 
right? Like I can do, like I can literally Are simulate you a- Thanksgiving. I just invite my family over and cook turkey. Facts. Okay? But Halloween. Universally, everyone's like, we're going to be scary as shit. But are you kidding the, me? Are you like a scary, like a horror movie type person? I do like horror movies. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff is so Halloween's anti-Halloween, overrated. it pisses me off. Halloween's overrated. I can't, I can't, <laughs> can't help. All the candy. I mean, whatever. I can have Reese's Peanut Butter Cups today, too. That's true. Too. You can go buy the You know what I'm saying? Like, the store. Come on. For me, it's more just the the, the vibe, I think. Because like Thanksgiving, I don't know. Everyone's there's just, no vibe. There's zero vibe. Everyone's zero vibe. Just hammered. And, and full of shit early <laughs> in the day. <laughs> there's no <laughs> decorations. There's nothing. Hey, you know what I love to have? I love to have the it's biggest dinner. Celebrating, a, but at a 4 p.m. Racially controversial moment. Yeah, time. now we're all gonna get canceled for saying, "Well, you pilgrims." Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. All people like, yeah, fuck the pilgrims. Actually, it's dude. over. Fuck you for supporting. Thanksgiving. It's over. Yeah, right now it's me. <laughs> fuck the pilgrims and Guys. fuck Chad. I guess I guess yeah. I'm off the podcast now, right? I had to kick Jeff off. Uh, by the way, we do have something in common. You're allergic to peanuts or nuts? Are you allergic to nuts? I'm allergic to nuts. Like all of them. All nuts. All of them. Me too. Really? Like EpiPen. Me too. So is Jeff. Oh, fucking God. nerds, dude. My you girl. nerds. You my fucking girl. nerds. That's right. The peanut table, baby. Did, did it happen cool. to you? Like when you were a kid, did they give you like nuts and you hit the floor? Yeah. Same thing. My dad put cashews in a milkshake. Bam. Cashews are like next level bad for bad. me. Bad. I uh, ate it. Like, do you have like levels of like, which ones are worse? Of misery? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's the worst one? Uh, the worst one that ever happened to me. Obviously, I haven't gone out and really researched specifically. Hey, this one's a six. This one's an eight. Uh, cashews, uh, pistachios for me are like the worst. Yeah, fuck that. I had pistachios one time and I like, it was bad. Like the anger that I feel towards nuts. Like I personally am just like, I feel like I'm a pretty athletic person. Okay. But like the thought that if you just like pop a cashew in my milkshake, like I'm done really pisses me off like survival of the fittest like I, yeah we'd be gone Surely super defeating. easy yeah. way to murder yeah. me like i make my wife mad enough she slips an almond in my mouth when i'm sleeping it's a wrap you're annoyed it's done <laughs> over um, i wish it was a little bit harder to kill me but it's okay yeah we'll get there but i, res- I respect us being on the same wavelength um are speaking of food what food item can you not live without like an ingredient or like anything, a, just anything. food item, burger, pizza, taco, taco. What can you not live without? What's what do people need to know about you? That's like your guilty pleasure. What do you eat when no I one's watching? Sushi like crazy. Sushi. Like, okay. Yeah. It's the only thing that doesn't upset my stomach. I don't know. Raw fish. Okay. Sure. Yeah, yeah of course. Oh, that, yeah. that makes sense. Guess, Good. That makes sense. I mean, if we really take it back to like, I just like staple foods, so like Mexican food, right? Like chipotle bowls. Sure. Fantastic. Sure. Sushi. I like like basic shit. I like, like that. Any that. restaurant, right, where you can like go and they're like, "Here's all the things, pick it out and put it into a bowl." <laughs> That's me. Just a smorgasbord of everything. Sure. Hey, throw it all in a fucking bowl, dude. <laughs> Give me a fork. I do like that. I want to mix all the cuisines and just throw it in. <laughs> that was like, like that. not an answer because I can't pick just one food I would have the rest of my life. Um, do you have a food item that's completely overrated? Do you have a hot take? Truffle. Truffle. Just like general, like the flavor or, the, or like the fungi, just everything, just the overall just truffle just the flavor. flavor truffle? A truffle, okay, yeah. is, a, is a singular. Just, it's a mushroom, sure. And every, they fucking put it at truffle fries, truffle sure. pasta, truffle whatever. I don't. It's definitely nice, but I think people put too much truffle, and it. it's supposed to be like an accent type of thing. Not sure, like, sure, sure. I'm gonna fucking shave a whole truffle into this pasta right now, and then you can't even eat it, and charge you five hundred bucks for it. And then yeah. you're shitting your pants an hour later because they put 
so much trouble. <laughs> this sounds like a personal process. experience because it was really quick when I said truffle. Very Did you specific. go to Mateo in Beverly Hills and you just kept shaving the truffle on your pasta? And you just I fucking... tell you that every party I've been to in LA the past month has had like people walking around shaving truffle on shit. I was just at a birthday party and there was just someone walking around with a truffle. I'm like, it's just a flax, just a weird flax. On like any food, they're like, do you want truffle on any food? I'm like, I was unaware this was like, it's a weird flex. Like salt. Like at fucking yeah, Olive yeah. Garden. Or like, or like the like Olive Garden. They tell you the cheese. Oh, tell me when to stop. They're just, just shaving truffle. Non-fucking stop. Luxury ass items. Like, do you just want some truffle? I'm like, okay. <laughs> just no, sprinkling good. caviar Have on stuff. Have you guys been to X-Pot here in Vegas? Yes. Yeah. Great yeah. spot. <laughs> it's really good. Since a little over the top, but yeah. Shitting my pants from truffles. I don't know how you guys' stomach felt after eating at X-Pot. It's a lot of beef. A lot yeah, of beef. I ate so much Wagyu. Sure. I was just destroyed for like two days after that. But so good. Love Wagyu. Love X-Pot. If you haven't been, check it out. What is it like a Korean hot pot? Yeah, yeah, it's like a, it's a hot pot. Yeah, yeah with like yeah, yeah. Ex exquisite, exclusive fancy. meats. Fancy, yeah, you fancy like meats. The meat in boiling. And they throw broth. dry ice on everything. <laughs> so, Smoke's coming fucking out of everywhere. So yeah. we we have we have the cheat code, guys. Like, don't be a dick. Take her to eat sushi or Chipotle. No truffle. Call her Charlene. You're good. See, it's crazy how you figured that out. Like, this is the longest conversation I've had with a guy, and like, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you figured that out in an hour. Like, You're welcome, guys. Fucking take girls on dates. Jesus Christ. Like the generation that I'm living in, like I'm doing all this cool stuff, which is awesome and I love it. And I, I've always hung out with people that are older than me. So sure. like I would say, like for example, one of my exes I dated for three years was 35. I would probably get along with you guys better than I would someone my own age. But I try to date people my own age because like I just feel like that's important for some sure, reason. Or course. like a little bit older than me. Yep. Because um, I used to not do that. And I'm pretty biased. I'm pretty sure like our age is the coolest. So. By Dude, far. I feel like the best demographic. The front mullet is no non-existent in our demographic. Like everyone's just figuring shit out. And I'm like, okay, like I love that for you. I love that so much. I'm figuring shit out too. But when I'm going through shit, you know, I, I like recluse myself. Sure. I feel like a lot of people my age don't have the opportunity to do that. Yeah. And they just take it out on everyone else around. I, I, I would like to put a disclaimer <laughs> out there. I was a complete piece of crap when I was 23. Yeah, I was an asshole. Yeah, yeah I was, I yeah, was in college. Still, so yeah, it asshole. just kind of goes yeah. in the territory. You know, you learn a lot I, over time. I understand. You I learn a lot it. over I time. I really do. See, here's the thing, though. I've been on social media since I was 17, so I didn't even have the opportunity to become an asshole. Yeah, it's okay. It's Zero. perfect. And if I was, people corrected me so quickly that like it was like whiplash. Like I was like, I ain't ever doing that shit again. Sure, sure. Um, <clears throat> So I find myself, I don't know, the dating scene and friends and everything. Like, that's why I'm like, I'm just happy and got a lot of love to give, whether it's through music, to other people, whatever. Um, and that's why like Pure I'm vibes. so excited to keep playing and move into the festival circuit and like connect with as many people as I can. Because um, as much as I love, you know, like everyone in the influencer space, it's such a quintessential conversation of like these people are using me and everyone da 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 da. But like it's very, it's still like we're all people, you know. Sure. At the end of the day, I don't care. There's a whole controversial thing on TikTok right now about. Whether being an influencer is hard or not. Okay. Because there was some girl. You that, seen like, that? I saw that one. I saw right? it too. Like, yes. Yeah. Let's talk about this it. This girl, Michaela, who is an amazing beauty influencer who blew up over the past year and a half, like just openly, finally, for the first time ever, spoke up about how social media is hard after she's uploaded like six videos a day for a year, which is hard. Like that shit is That's hard. Fucking tough. Are you kidding me? And it's not, oh, being an influencer is hard. It's not that part that's hard. It's being a content creator is hard filming all day every single day and not getting paid for anything that you do unless you physically guarantee yourself the payment by going out and contacting a brand like i've there was a good like year and a half where i 
made videos and shot pictures every single day and didn't get anything for it. And that's how the influencer space has been for a long time. Um, and it's it's changed a little bit now. And like, honestly, like even more so than influencers, you know who has it even harder is the videographers and the photographers who get zero credit for the work that they, that they put out. Like straight up, it's just, it's crazy. Like I, I was so big on, like we wouldn't be able to consume or see any of this without those people. Sure. Um, and now iPhones have become very popular. So like, that's not as much a thing anymore, but there's so many people that like are behind the scenes that deserve that credit. Um, that I think it's really important to like pay attention to. I don't know. Look, just be yourself and be happy. Be good people. Yeah. You're a happy person. Be a and nice you're a good person. person. Be a nice person. It's very people. easy to be a dick. Dude. Yeah. Be a, be a nice person. Charlie. I would say just do something that makes you happy. Yeah. And as long as you're doing that, I think you'll be chilling. You found a great lane. We Thank appreciate you. you. Charlie. This is awesome. I'm still going to try to convince you guys to come out tonight. <laughs> this is awesome. Or this is great. <laughs> this No, for sure. By the way, I'm oddly enough going out tomorrow night. No, Vegas is built different. I don't really like, and, and just know, like, obviously we're like, we're like, we're going out, right? But it's also not because it's like, I do this every You're every going day. to work, Whatever, by the right? way. We do this yeah. all the time, so, too. Don't worry. We'll have you in the booth. No one will talk to you. Charlie, you can you can sit and eat eat some sushi. You can, you, you can do <laughs> adult bring, shit and just hang out. Bring yeah. my own. You can bring your kids. We'll yeah. Give them the headphones, the headset, cover their ears, perfect. We'll talk to we'll talk to the people. Like, Matt, hey guys, Matt, Matt will hook it up. Do you put, have put, any of those for your kids? Put me in the back. <laughs> he said, "Yeah, dude, we'll make yeah, it yeah, happen." Yeah, 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 <laughs> babysit. We'll put it like upstairs in the DJ booth. Um, I love family oriented things. Family DJ, DJ sets. That's the goal at some point. We got I you. Have my kids. I have a two year old birthday coming husband. up. I'm gonna hit you up. We'll have it. <laughs> family hot. on tour. Perfect. Great. It's gonna I'll be hot. Your kids' birthday. It's gonna go. be hot. Uh, by the way, come on. Top five podcasts you've ever been on. This was. A solid. I'm not gonna lie to you. I've been on a lot of podcasts, so I can't at the top of my head like top think five. about which ones were great. So but top three. We'll put it in the top five. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> Guys, this is amazing. Charlie, thank you for coming. Make sure you follow thank her. You go check out me. all the music. Go see her every time she DJs. Festival's coming up soon. We'll hear all the announcements. Yes, sir. Guys, Chipotle pumpkin patches. Charlene, <laughs> pretty simple. We love you. Thank you for coming on. Guys, thank we'll see you, you next week. Thank you for having me, guys.